0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW, group void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Talks uh, As you can see, if you're on YouTube, you can see our faces for the first time. Um, which is which is awful for you. Total Screamers <laughs> in your eyes and your ears. <laughs> Unfortunately for you, uh, this episode we're doing something a bit different. We're doing our Premier League uh, all-time eleven. Now this isn't. So we're going to talk about the Premier League that you guys voted for. I people that follow Total Screamers on Twitter, we put out a bunch of toes, uh, toes polls, uh, and we got about. <laughs> I'd probably say about must have got at least almost a thousand votes. Yeah, counted <laughs> by the time by the time we counted all of them. Um for the best Premier League all-time 11. Uh, Jed made a wee graphic, so we'll, we'll read it out and then we'll, we'll talk about what we agree with and what we don't agree with. Right, so the team is as uh, Peter Schmeichel in goals, Gary Neville right-back, right uh, set-back pairing between Tony Adams and John Terry, Ashley Cole left-back, Cristiano Ronaldo on the wing, right-side, uh, Gerrard and Lampard in midfield, Giggs on the left, Alan Shearer and Terry Henry. Um, up front and a sort of four four two formation.
2: Uh, any disagreements off team. the back? It's a solid team. Um, obviously, we're, we're playing the four four two. I think that's <laughs> people's typical formation that they go for, and they do these sort of all time elevens. Um, yeah. The only thing I would say that I disagree with is the lack of poor scores in the team. Mm. Um, <laughs> that's the made That's the one that stands out majorly for me. But obviously, we're going to come on to that discussion. I'm sure when we get to the the central midfield aspect, um, it's a solid team though. It's a solid team. It would win the Premier League. Wouldn't oh it? yeah, oh, that that would be the Premier League ten years now if they were <laughs> all the right
1: age You know what I mean? It was <laughs> unbelievable side. That can you can you imagine? <laughs> uh, I don't, tactically speaking I mean you probably wouldn't want a midfield of like uh, Lampard and Gerrard uh, yeah. playing next to each other because obviously England used to do yeah. that and never used to work um, too well and they would always try and fit like she's <coughs> not used to like put fucking like skulls at left midfield and shit like that yeah of course really so yeah um, try to fit it into to get just, he's just had this golden generation of superb midfielders um, any disagreements for you Jake in that 11?
3: I wouldn't say so no um the only one for me that was a bit of a surprise again to was uh, Tony Adams really. Um not that he's I'm, I mean he's an unbelievable player, but I was just shocked that so many people voted for him. Um you know, he's in a poll with the likes of uh, who is it? Uh, Rio Ferdinand, Nemanja Vidić, Sol Campbell and and he f- sort of he was struggling at the, be- in the beginning, wasn't he, old Tony, but the Arsenal <laughs> fans must have got behind him and uh, clawed him through to the front. But
1: yeah, I was um I was fucking shocked by that because yeah. uh, we're not always too kind to Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> I know we have been in the last episode, right? We gave, everybody gave Arsenal credit for for good form. Uh, but normally we of because they've been in a rough patch, we've been... Um, poking, maybe just poking a wee, bit. <laughs> a wee bit of fun. So I thought like, uh, all, the, all the Arsenal fans have disappeared. Like, I'm sure we don't even have one Sheffield United fan uh, listening to the report or following us. It's,
2: his, it's a good job there was no Sheffield United players <laughs> in the discussion for this team, isn't it? they have nowhere near. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tony Adams is a worthy inclusion. Oh, he honest.
3: is. Don't get me He's, wrong, he I is. Thought,
2: but... I did think that I did think that Rio Ferdinand was going to get in yeah. uh, because... They're always Ferdinand and Vidic are always looked at as being, yeah. arguably, the best partnership, aren't they? Uh, but Tony Adams was an absolutely solid defender and a leader as well. And if you can imagine a centre back partnership of Adams and Terry, I mean, <laughs> they'd win every that's ball. A, wouldn't it's they? a centre forwards nightmare, <laughs> isn't it? Like, yeah, in their primes as well. Yeah, be incredible. Definitely. I want to mention. I want to. Um, what I thought we we could probably do is sort of build, go from the back and sort of work our way up the team and discuss. Like the polls and the outcomes of them. Definitely. Obviously, Peter Schmeichel wins the goalkeeper poll mm. hands down. Um, we had one, sh- <laughs> we had one awful shout in the comments on the poll saying that we'd overlooked Joe Hart. <laughs> uh, we absolutely, which we absolutely did not do.
1: <laughs> do you know? Do you know? Thinking, like, I thought maybe it could get because we did polls of like, they like, These are these. These are like four or five. Uh, or, or four, or did two poles or four of of each position. If it was like, um you know, for positions like central midfield where we require two players, we'd do yeah. like two poles for that. Uh, but we did honorable mentions, uh, on each. So, uh, for goalkeepers, uh, the, the four that we, we rate and pretty much anybody that, that's followed the Premier League for any number of years rate is the four best keepers Schmeichel, Seaman, Czech, and Van de Saar, uh, Check came last, right? And I don't know mm. if it's just my age, um, mm. because when you're young and obviously I didn't see much. Of, I'm twenty, 26 years old, so I didn't see too much. Uh, Peter Schmeichel actually playing And the, the stuff that I did see. Maybe I was too young to probably understand that goalkeeper. Yeah. A goalkeeper was in a, an important position. I don't even like. I knew like the, the best goalkeepers in the world, and the, the goalkeeper that played for my, my club, sit man, and didn't really know much outside that wasn't a position I cared about. To be honest. <laughs> It really wasn't, you know. I, uh, you always had that that one uh, weird, weird fucking kid at school, though, not you? That, that would come in dressed as a goalkeeper. Like, what you
2: Actually
3: enjoys playing in goal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I had a few goalkeeper shirts. I must admit, I was uh, I was that weird kid. Yeah.
2: Ah, <laughs> oh, that's. I, a shame. Uh, <laughs> Do you know what? That doesn't surprise me I, either. Yeah, exactly.
3: I had the old. I had the Liverpool <laughs> one with uh Chris. Could Chris you Kurt, be Belajed? <laughs> Chris, Chris, Kirkland. Chris, Chris
1: Kirkland on the back, yeah.
2: Chris Kirkland, Coventry mate. City, uh, yeah. Coventry City goalkeeper, he was. You, think you signed him from us, <laughs> yeah. Actually. We did,
1: yeah. yeah. You know, do you know what? If anybody, if anybody walks, any sort of football player that's walked within hundred miles of Coventry, fucking dead knows their name. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: there's, when they fucking you know, pass, there's quite, a, there's quite a few of them. <laughs> <laughs> My uh, my missus actually says that to me quite a lot as well because <laughs> anytime anytime something comes up on like match of the day or something and she yeah. just happens to be in the room uh, <laughs> or she's we're discussing football which we rarely do but I'll mention oh I used to play for Cuff and she she once said to me has every player what played for Cuff. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> Chris Kirtland genuinely did though. Yeah, so. he, did that. He, was, he was good. Him. Sadly, nowhere near our, our yeah. debate. Unfortunately, for him. Moving on. Yeah.
1: Um, I thought because the by the time I was understand, I was old enough to understand that a goalkeeper was like an important picture, an important position uh, on the pitch. For me, it was like Peter Check was or Peter Check is just. It was just like the man. Yeah. Um, in terms of like uh, how he. How he could control the box, his monster saves and mm. shit like that, and he played at the highest level for so so fucking long as well, uh, pretty consistently, and still technically a registered goalkeeper in the Premier League. He is,
2: yeah. <laughs> he, is. He, is. he is, he is, and he's a and he's a hockey goalkeeper as well these days, isn't he? <laughs> oh, it's hockey or yeah. something like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you know what it's I always think, weird like, when footballers you know... go of different sports. Real <laughs> Ferdinand wanted to be a boxer once.
2: I <laughs> that, <yeah. laughs> do you know? Do you know what I think? Is um, has, has counted against Peter Cech here, is the spell he had at Arsenal. Mm. Um, because towards the end of his career, while he was still at the top level, he, he did get a bit slower and sort of fell out of favour at Arsenal. And I think um, that is still quite fresh in the memory for a lot of people, more so than it is for the other keepers, yeah. like, you know, van der Sar, Seaman and, and Schmeichel. So um, I think that's probably counted against Check there. But I personally always rated Peter Czech. I thought he was a brilliant keeper, especially when he was when he was at Chelsea. Obviously, he had a clean sheet record in the Premier League for a long time after that first season yeah. that they won the league. And it speaks volumes about him, doesn't it? About the quality he had. I believe he? Legend.
1: I believe he still holds the record. Does he still hold the
2: record? I, think, I, don't, I, I don't know so, whether he yeah. had actually been beaten, but um, yeah, it. The least you know, goals it's, conceded it's in the
1: league or something like that. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah it's it's, so, it's yeah.
2: crazy, isn't it? I mean, he was a he was a class goalkeeper, class goalkeeper. Yeah,
1: see, I can only really, really remember like ten years of good, you know. And I think it's it's a lot more forgiving if you've been following the football a long, long time that to when you remember these sort of greats. Like people don't really remember Gerald's stint at, at LA Galaxy. Yeah, um, that's true. People remembered his last season uh, at Liverpool and the seasons before uh where he was literally just his body was just broken <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at that point. So I always understood and always empathised that he just the uh, he played such a, a first, you know, it's, he played at the highest level at such a young age that it just wrecks the mm-hmm. human body. Um, some some, uh, it's in a lot of it's down to genetics. Like Ronaldo was just. Made it in a machine to play football uh, for six. <laughs> he's for a Terminator, years. isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, I'm sure he's been sent from the future uh, to to break fucking Messi's record or something. Because Messi will retire at like 36, and Ronaldo will be going at 46 uh, <laughs> to, to break the fucking record. Uh, but we're getting we're getting off topic. We're on goalkeepers, right? Uh, I thought it was a case to be made for Czech uh, Van de Saar as well. I thought was that was a mountain a goalkeeper. Absolutely. Uh, Seaman, Seaman. I know Jake. You're a big fan of Seaman. Uh, no pun intended.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I, again, a little bit before my time. Understand, and you know, I've seen the the stats and the, the the highlights of these greats. Um, but yeah, I don't think anybody could really argue. Um, from the Definitely Premier League, yeah, I think Schmeichel was probably the right choice. Um, absolutely. On to right back, we will start with the honorable mentions: uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold, uh, Kyle Walker, uh, Laren, and Sagna.
2: Yeah, uh, all, all all solid fullbacks really, aren't they? I think um Trent and and potentially Kyle Walker are a different type of fullback to yeah. the yeah. likes of 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 Lauren and, and Sanya, who've traditionally more defensive fullbacks, as yeah. nowadays obviously yeah. fullbacks are more like wing backs. So I think it might be a different discussion in ten years' time. Definitely. Um, so. especially after Trent's had a, a lot of career. But in terms of a, a traditional fullback and the kind of fullback that you probably need to play four four two, um, I think our choice, or well, the, the, the Twitter poll's choice of Gary Neville is probably the best option, but yeah, honorable mentions all worthy of an honorable mention. I can't pick out any other right backs that stand out to be honest. Yeah. Than the yeah. ones that were involved in this,
1: so the ones that
2: made it to the poll were
1: Zabaleta, Gary Neville, uh, Ivanovic, and Dixon. Okay. Uh, and oh. I thought there was a case we made for that, uh, Zabaleta, um, just because I mean, when he was played at his highest level, um, I just kind of and even when he played at West Ham and he was like a fucking old dude, uh, is, is he still at West Ham? Is he still on the books at West Ham? I'm not sure. I've not seen him in a while. sure. Um, I don't
2: know. I don't think so. Uh,
1: but yeah, just I, I again, that's fresher in my memory than Gary Neville is. Uh, how long did Gary, when did Gary Neville retire? Was it it was probably 2000? about 10 years ago, I think. Yeah, 2011, I think. Something,
2: something like that, did. yeah. So yeah obviously, like, around that time.
1: Ten years post Neville, uh, Gary Neville won the vote. By the way, I should point that out. Uh, I think probably rightly so. He is the most successful right back um, in, in the league's history. Uh, he obviously captained Man uh, United, captained the club to Premier League championships and titles. Yeah. So I, I, I probably, I don't think you can argue against uh, Gary Neville. But for God given talent, um, for talent, uh, I think. Well, that's the thing, Gary, Gary Neville always admitted that he, he wasn't a particularly talented footballer. Yeah, um, but he always what. Harder than the players around him, which is why he was able to rise to um, to such a status. Uh, and obviously right back at the time that he was coming up playing was probably the position that you didn't need to be... It was a position apart you didn't need to be too technically gifted for uh, and you didn't need to be tall. You needed to be reasonably tall yeah. to play as a centre-back in the Premier League in those days. Guy uh, I mean, was not particularly tall, but <laughs> all you need to really be de- be able to do is block the cross Shut down, yeah, exactly. shut down a yeah, <laughs> exactly,
2: yeah. wagon. Uh, <laughs> Gary, Gary Neville was guilty of, of you know defensive lapses at, at times, but I think every defender is. I think what speaks volumes about Gary Neville himself as a, a player and, and as a pro is the fact that he maintained that that position at Manchester United for so long. If he wasn't good enough, Alex Ferguson would have got rid of him. Yeah, uh, exactly. got rid of him. You know straight away. So he was he was absolutely good enough for that level, and, and like you say, captained them to. The Premier League trophies and, and other honours as well. Um, so yeah, I think he's the, the right choice to have there. I, if we were doing this based purely off our own decision and not based on the, the Twitter poll, I think Gary Neville would would come out on top anyway.
1: So yeah, I think yeah, he'd I think there, yeah, I think that the, the team would probably bang on if you were deciding it right now. Um, on to slightly more um, controversial uh, <laughs> position centre backs. So Terry and Adams about Terry I think we could just fucking pop in there uh, yeah. leave him
2: there yeah,
3: he don't look out of place uh, does he in
2: any premier league yeah Olympics I don't team. I don't think I don't think there's very much argument against that either to be fair sorry no. Terry was class wasn't he he came out with the, the highest percentage
1: um out of out of all of them players that I think really really sh- that for me it probably Leo Ferdinand uh, just because he was just an absolute machine he was such, mm. he was such an athlete uh, and built like a center back it was like he was <laughs> Just made to be a centre back, and the combination so between well. yeah, the combination Definitely. between him and Vidic, um, was just was just absolutely superb. Uh, another one I thought maybe goes a little bit under radar is Vincent Company. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because he was maybe he like yeah, here. he was like one of the first sort of like when when the Arabs bought fucking Man City like that sort of like sort of like <laughs> going to be actually there for the the, the evolution and lasted all the way through the evolution. Yeah, uh, to to the to obviously the bo- the absolute football and monster machine they are just now. Uh, he was like part of all that. He's seen every stage of that, and I kind of think there's a lot to be said for that uh, in terms of like maintaining yeah. a place and a team that's just changing, ever so changing. I mean, how many goalkeepers did did Man City go through just on the, on the path? Did I about partners for him? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: yeah, absolutely.
1: And and that's why I thought like, oh, I just he must have just and apparently he was he was. When he got captain, he kind of used that as like he's um he's hold and he just made himself like the best one of the best captains in the Premier League.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't think anyone could disagree with that. Yeah. It, obviously the the players around him will always speak about the kind of presence that he had. Yeah. Uh, at Manchester. Partly it was
1: uh, one for fining folk. wait <laughs> oh, <a lot> <laughs> really? for trading. I find you on the spot. That's side of a good captain, though, isn't it? Lead isn't example, it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, example leadership, isn't it? Yeah, Micah was talking about it. Uh, mm-hmm. On um, Monday night football at some point or something like that, and uh, I was—I thought it was quite funny. I don't really—I didn't really picture my uh, any sort of captains of the Premier League like stopping folk on the spot. Why are you fucking like, late? <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Fucking find you, find you five grand or something. Uh, uh, I thought I was quite quite amusing, but yeah, I I'm slightly underrated. I think there's definitely a case that Vince Copley could maybe be plotted in. Uh, yeah, just,
2: well, you you could argue it 100%. Yeah. I I think as we said earlier, I think I'm I'm just as happy with Tony Adams there though. Yeah. As a centre-back partnership, I think Adams and Terry would be absolutely like monstrous. Um as I say Rio Ferdinand I thought was going to win the poll yeah. after the early sort of the way the voting went early on. Yeah. But, he, makes, um, he was he was baed out. In front. Yeah. The Arsenal fans got behind Tony <laughs> Adams, didn't they? Um, like you said Rio was was incredible though. Um I'm sure he's gutted to have missed out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think
1: uh I think Tony Adams is a bigger legend for Arsenal than Rio is for Man United. Um so yeah. fans fans are scrolling yeah. and they sort of see that. Yeah. Um even though obviously yeah. Rio is a, he is absolutely a man Man United legend. But Tony Adams is like the fucking he's the man for Arsenal fans, I think. The brick wall is that?
3: the yeah, iconic so. sort of iconic <laughs> man in that an iconic sort of era for football for Arsenal.
2: There's probably more legends at Man United to choose from. As well, I would say, mm, yeah, there are more players that they consider to be legends. Whereas Arsenal, there's a, a select few, isn't there, who, who stand out. Yeah, um, and Tony Adams obviously is one of them. But yeah, um, I've got no no problems with the the back five um, in total.
1: <laughs> yeah, so Campbell didn't do very well. Sol Campbell get three percent. But he was he was he was in a hard grip though. He was he in was, um, yeah. Ferdinand, Adams, and Vidic. <laughs> never going to come out so of
0: that bad. group
3: looking well. <laughs> no, never going to come out of that group looking well. Arsenal fans would have been voting for anyone but him at that point. Uh, yeah. And Tottenham fans <laughs> and
1: everyone else. Would have, yeah, get rid of him. <laughs> I actually quite like Sol Campbell. Um, yeah, I
2: liked him as a player as well.
1: Yeah, I quite I quite liked it, fact The fact that he kind of... <laughs> if to I yeah, <laughs> was funny. Brutal, funny it? <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's probably why he's done so badly in this bowl. Spurs fans have probably got a hold of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But well, they still fucking hate him. Let it go.
2: Let <laughs> it go. 20 years ago, man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Some old did
1: like, no! <laughs> 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 right. Um, left back. Left uh, back. We called Ashley this one Cole. before it even started, didn't we? Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: Ashley Cole, <laughs> we were Ashley Cole yeah. gets in. I don't think I've ever seen a, an all-time Premier League eleven without Ashley Cole in it. No, I never have. Ashley Cole know. is just one of the best left backs I think ever to have played. Yeah, but, I, I I, I'd played put him came, up there yeah. in that in that that regard. Um, let alone, you know in the Premier League, yeah, brilliant player. Yeah, yeah, he was—he I mean,
3: uh, was unbelievable, and, and, and definitely the best left back the Premier League's ever seen. For all of his flaws in his personal sort of life and his character, in terms of putting it all on the pitch and leaving it all on the pitch, he certainly did that.
1: Yeah, so, he was—he was incredibly flawed. And not well, I wouldn't—I wouldn't say he's incredible. It was just a fucking normal dude. But the media fucking hounded him because yeah. he, he sold he sold news. People wanted to read about Arsenal Cole because he was a kind of superstar and you know like if you're shagging Cheryl Cole and whoever mm. it was at the time, you know, people are gonna want to hear about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Simple as that, you know. It's um but yeah, I mean like one of those it was totally victim to being like a um sort of like just absolutely hounded by the media. But uh do you know, it was at a period as well where white footballers would fucking do the same shit and get none of the fucking grief for it as well. Yeah, yeah. Um You still see that today as well, uh, in terms of, like, fucking... Maybe, maybe it's getting better with, it, with all the sort of fucking movements in football, but, like, you think, like, see when Raheem Sterling does something... Like yeah. uh, a little a little bit controversial. And then you've got like, <laughs> fucking, like Phil Foden, like, sh- literally got a missus at home and a kid shagging to t- fucking. <laughs> Icelandic birds, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like so- oh people are just like Gareth needs to pick him <laughs> Sterling Sterling
3: <laughs> buys a house and everyone goes mental <laughs> like, yeah yeah
1: exactly as <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
3: uh, breakfast yeah
1: <laughs> it's fucking it's, it's mainly the papers they're the fucking most guilty for it I think definitely everybody can agree like BT Sports Sky Sports even I don't want to say BBC because I still quite hate I still quietly hate the BBC but every newspaper <laughs> I fuck it. I, just, I don't even eating about football in a newspaper I don't yeah um it's a completely different topic. Was, <laughs> you went really political validity. over a moment there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it was, it was it's it's relevant.
2: It's a relevant point. It, it's relevant to Ashley to Cole. Cole. Uh, <laughs> I think I think um, the as, how, the way I describe Ashley Cole and, and how good he is, or how good he was, is if you put him in any modern team, he's still, still yeah. he's still be a fucking it. brilliant yeah, player. Whereas will, if yeah. you compare it to a different fullback, you know, you're Gary Neville. He doesn't get in many teams anymore in the Premier League. No. But Ashley, Ashley Cole would, because he was so brilliant going forward. He was so quick and, and defensively as well. He was incredible. It was a bit of a revolutionary,
3: um, wasn't he? He sort of, I think, potentially made this style of modern day fullback. Uh, uh, he was sort of the the building blocks for that modern day fullback in that sense.
2: Certainly, yeah, he loved an overlap, didn't he? Yeah. And, and as I say, could do he could do it at, at both ends, of, you know, everything. He had everything that you need to be a Top class fullback, yeah. Um, so as I say, I think he gets in any team, walks into any team that's in the Premier League at this point, absolutely. Um, even if he's playing in like a wing back role, or you know, even potentially as like a, a left sided centre back in a back three, yeah, he'd yeah. still do a good job there as well. So he, could, great yeah, he player. could play as a winger
1: as well. I mean, probably, um,
2: yeah, even as a winger, he was yeah. good
1: at, I think, he probably could have been a winger, but like he could have, he knew he'd be the best <laughs> first pick but left back. And he could really defend as well because he was quite physical. But, yeah, an absolutely superb player. Again, he's a highly controversial player in terms of how he was looked at in the media. Um, still talked about. And, you know, like, and it's good when he comes out to do a bit of punditry as well because it's like... It's the real um, deal,
3: isn't it? <laughs> yeah,
1: he has the real deal and he does, he does know what he's talking about. I quite enjoy when Ashley Cole comes in. Uh, so we've done our full back line then. Um should we go centre
3: Very solid. Very solid back line. Yeah.
2: Well, it mean, is, yeah. <laughs> It is. They're not they're not conceding many nah, goals, are they? Nah, absolutely not. Absolutely,
3: <laughs> not. absolutely <laughs> no
1: chance. <laughs> Big Sam's not pinching one against them, I don't think. Um, <laughs> Big Sam's managing this side, don't you? will <laughs> <laughs> take manager. Big Sam. <laughs> um over to should we go centre backs, then we'll do the wingers? Oh, they'll no, go centre midfielders, then we'll do the wingers. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, let's look at the polls for central midfielders. Uh, Gerard, I think. is the hardest position? Yeah, it's definitely the hardest one again. So, also, we had to split this into two polls, didn't we? Yeah. Um, hmm. And I am just looking for the, just looking for the. Where is, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? So we got yeah. Gerard was in a poll with Vieira, De Bruyne, and Yaya Touré. Um, and Gerard came out with fifty percent of the vote. And I think that was quite hard because Vieira is That's quite really Vieira? Yeah. And I, I thought, honestly, people would vote for um, De Bruyne uh, and whatever poll he was in. Yeah, Vieira mm-hmm. so they get 16% of the votes. Um, Vieira almost could double that. Almost double that. Uh, Gerard obviously sweeping
2: up Yaya a
1: marriage just to get 7%. <laughs> But
3: people <laughs> love yeah. Yaya. People play Yaya I yeah. think yeah. Yaya
2: Torre was brilliant. He was yeah. absolutely brilliant. If you put him in, if you're looking at a team of the last ten years in the Premier League, I think he gets in it. Yeah. Um of all time. He has he has stiff competition as as we've proved, you know, with the polls. Yeah. That's uh as I say, I think this was the diff- most difficult position to to vote on because mm. there's so many good cent- this central was hard midfielders to, isn't to it? whittle Different down, down of midfielders to as eight well.
3: central midfielders as yeah.
2: well. <laughs> <laughs> even yeah, even to put the poles out there is difficult, isn't it? To choose
3: definitely,
1: it was. Uh, then there was a draw between Lampard and Fabregas.
2: That that shocked me. Yeah, I thought that was a <laughs> bit strange. Yeah, that shocked me as well. Um, that must have been the Arsenal fans found the polls, yeah. didn't it? <laughs> uh,
3: Fabregas, skulls, Lampard, and Roy Keane, and Roy Keane yeah. finished bottom of that group. How's
2: how's I think uh, how Fabregas is coming in. in Ahead, you know, of Keen a, a, ahead of Keane and Scholes. Ahead of Keane or Like I, I think Fabregas, for me, loses that group by a mile. Yeah, and Obviously, Roy Keane was brilliant, great player, real hard man on the pitch and, and a leader. Um, but I think I'd put scores above him in terms of Quality um, and actual football and ability, I would put scores above Lampard for that as well. To be honest, oh. as good as you know as Lampard was, and obviously I have really rated him highly as a player. But for me, I think Paul Scholes is is one of the best centre midfielders ever as well. Um so the only change, as I said at the beginning, the only change I would make that stands out is is Paul Scholes not being in there. Um, but as I say, Fabregas beating him—it's really strange. <laughs> really. Why? What,
3: um, what I love about Paul Scholes was the fact that. I don't know. Didn't he he retired, didn't he? And then he came back and um
2: came back and still bossed. He came back <laughs> and, and Fergie
3: literally rang him and said, I need you back and he went to like J J J B Sports and bought a pair of boots for like a tenner, <laughs> turned up turned up to play on the Saturday and, and never looked like he'd been away from football. And I think that that's a testament of how good Paul Scholes is and you know, as a Liverpool fan saying like giving Man United players credit is always difficult, but mm. like Scholes is on he's a different level. And what a oh,
1: Scholes Scholes is a terrible runner. Yeah, his entire career, a terrible runner. Had to learn to play football without the the physical attributes of the players around him. Uh, runners like uh, runners like Roy Keane and shit like that, you know. And mm. uh, in, in the Premier League, pretty much every club would have certain midfielders that get out. Run Paul Scholes, yeah. No, no club in the world had a, a better mover of the ball. uh oh, yeah. than Paul Scholes. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think. I think there
2: was... There's flaws in Paul Scholes' game. He couldn't tackle either. <laughs> um, but, but like you say, Simo, passing ability is up there with the very, very best. He was absolutely incredible oh, and, and moving the ball. And as you say, and I've seen you know people always compare the Gerard Lampard and Scholes and say which one was better. You know, they always pull out the stats, that, oh, they got so many assists and blah, blah, blah. I think the, the thing people always forget about Paul Scholes is that he wasn't playing the pass the sets up the goal he's playing up the pass that sets up the assist like he's pinging a ball out 60 that, yards over across yeah. the pitch to the wing and then the cross comes in and that's where the goal comes from and like that there's there's only certain players who who can do that or, or could do it so well you know as as skulls did Um, for me he was he was an absolute genius on the ball mm. but like I say yeah defo- there was weaknesses in his game 100% Um, it was in an
1: era where stats stats weren't Picked to like the, the finest details, yeah. like they are today. And if you did, like, there's a name for that start now, it's got Key Passes Leading to Goals. Uh, yeah. And he would be a leading 100%. Oh, uh, absolutely. No, no doubt. And um, the thing is, players back then didn't generally always play the safe pass, the sideways pass. A lot of players do it now because they need to keep their stats looking good. Players can get away with mm. it, like Bruno Fernandes. He's, he's got a terrible passing percentage success rate. And I've seen someone <laughs> gobbing off about it on Twitter. And I. <laughs> I don't argue with people on Twitter, darling. Uh, <laughs> but I was like, well, if you're trying, if you're trying the fucking sixty forty yard cross field pass, uh, or try to play someone in, then then you're going to get less success because it's hard to make that pass. You can't compare like a move of the ball. Jordan Henderson has like a fucking like ninety nine point eight percent pass success, but but that's because a lot of his is dictating the tempo of the game, moving the ball from left to right, sometimes backwards, and then he'll pick a cross field ball yeah. But his bro Fernandez. Gets to the ball, he looks up what is the best pass to, to move, us into an, move us into an attacking position. And Paul Scholes is very much sort of that kind of player. Um, yeah. But just maximised to a, a different level. I mean, I don't think uh, Paul Scholes had the attributes that you Bruno know, Fernandes has in terms of goal scoring ability and, and obviously physicality uh, and running ability. But I think when it comes to moving the ball, like Paul Scholes blows anybody, pretty much anybody out of the water. The only player that's playing in the Premier League for me that plays in a similar fashion to, to Paul Scholes is James Rodriguez. Uh and that's because he James Rodriguez doesn't really sprint a lot and doesn't really run a lot. What he does is move the ball. Um it makes the pass that no one really no one really else is going to try or no one else is going to make and against passes that lead to goals or passes that moves your team into a better position on the pitch, um, able for a pass. Uh and I think there's still places for, for midfielders like that in the Premier League if they can all you need to do is just put them next to everybody and runner, like Decorat. <laughs> De <Kuri, yeah.
2: laughs>
1: uh but yeah, I think, I think you're right. But I think uh, Paul Scholes would probably probably his way in there for me. I think he would be in terms of like tactically, um I would much rather put Paul Scholes next to Gerard or Lampard. Uh personally for me probably Gerard yeah. because your goals are good. Mm. Lampard was really, really good good at scoring goals. Not entirely going to be worried about that too much when you get Terry on me i up <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's the thing like,
3: about the whole the whole like the three of them for me like you say Simo Lampard's the goal skulls is, is the passing but for me Gerard's everything he's the goal he's the engine he's the passing he's the running he's the tackling he does, he does it all so like you say if you've got skulls in there Gerard next to him that's beautiful
1: <laughs> yeah. we, we could be um, called slightly biased for this <laughs> do you know, yeah, but, do you the, but the amount
3: of praise we've just given Paul's goals so you know yeah, yeah exactly do you know well, what we like, need to, we saying, need we to just, have neutral <laughs> we've
2: just, we just been sat there obviously lamenting you know, or, or waxing lyrical about Paul's goals and stuff so I think that does you enough to balance it out for you, for you two, Scores um, is want always say, going Paul to be like... Never played for Coventry. Yeah. Just letting you know. Uh, but... <laughs> Not have a loan spell <laughs> in nineteen ninety nine. he once got the bus there.
0: <laughs> the number eighty three passed the ground on
1: <laughs> on a Tuesday morning. Uh... I,
2: I think uh, I think Gerard out of the three. As I say, I'd prefer to have Gerard in there than Lampard as well, yeah, alongside Scholes, because Gerard he gives you so much more in, in terms of defensive work rate as well, um, which you need in in the centre of midfield. Obviously, with that back line, you're probably going to be all right anyway, but you still need some sort of, of protection there. And I think Gerard covers covered the midfield. He was he was a, a the original box to box midfielder, you'd mm. say, wouldn't you? and and especially in in that sort of that period, he had. Um, Around when, when Liverpool won the Champions League um in, in two thousand five. He was he was an absolutely brilliant box to box midfielder. Great player. As you say, adds the goals as well and scored some pretty spectacular goals. Um Lampard scored a lot of goals and was brilliant oh, at making he, that sort yeah. of that light that late run into the box type goal. Um can't take anything away from him for that. But, but that's the thing, like me, ten or me, yeah. I mean, ten to fifteen goals
1: from midfield a season kind of elevates you at the next level. And Absolutely. it's um, you don't really see that from midfielders these days. Bruno Fernandez is probably one that's changing that. Just based on sort of goal scored, goals involvement. Um, another player that I would say is probably doing that is Kevin De Bruyne. Because mm. um, like when your strikers not firing, your wingers aren't firing, uh, and centre backs don't score as much as they used to. Someone in Premier League a really good at it, Kurt Zuma. Uh, I think is just fucking uh, in terms of like being in a box on the pitch. I think Zuma's like up there, but like goals from other areas of the pitch. 30-50 goals is like, that's fucking, that's points. That's points on the board yeah. that contributed towards yeah. the title. Um, so that's how I could see Lampard definitely making this list. Uh, but for me, um, as an engine in midfield, Gerrard, uh, yeah, even though obviously Gerrard never, never got to the title, but I think he made a team that wasn't as gifted as it was in, uh, Make it all the way I mean, he took him, Gerard, yeah, absolutely, yeah. played in, He's a leader in very well,
3: average teams yeah. and took them to the next level. And that for yeah, me is absolutely. the difference between him and the other players in that list. Yeah, is the fact that he took Jimmy Triore to the Champions League final and <laughs> won <one of> it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's,
2: like, it's look, laughable, isn't it? It's it laughable. Is laughable, but he, yeah. he basically looked, did it on his. If own. you look back at it, if you look back at it on paper, you're like, how the like, how the fuck is that happened? is is ridiculous. Uh, like that's that's that was Gerard wasn't it? Uh, even on that night in you know in Istanbul he sparks the comeback doesn't he? And yeah. He, yeah. He, he leads the team and and like that is you can't buy that. You can't buy that that sort of personality and and that type of player um rating absolutely very very highly definitely.
1: I think so. I think so. What a player. What a player. Uh should we go over to the right side of midfield? Yes. Uh Ronaldo wins on 40% of the vote. Uh, Beckham on a close second with 32%. Mm. Uh, then it's McManaman at 16%, Liverpool fans. Uh, <laughs> and then Perez at 12%. Uh, for me, I think probably the right t- uh, decision. Yeah, there's, um, there's only one for me mm. in there that's going to win. Yeah, I mean, mm. Cristiano Ronaldo, I think just for what Beckham he's done. Beckham is in the very football, close, though, for me, in terms
2: of. I, pre- I prefer to have David Beckham in there. I'm not going to lie. I think. Um, if you gonna going win a team, you more so,
1: football match well I think they didn't What's going to win you, more football match? you still before you go on.
2: Well, what <laughs> I think um what I think this is this is my argument for David Beckham, right? And this team particularly, because onto the left side, which we're gonna come on to, you've got Ryan Giggs who will do all the running on the ball and take players on, etc. Ronaldo did the same. What I would prefer is is a David Beckham with his crossing ability whipping the ball into Alan Shearer and Potentially playing passes from deep around the halfway line to get Thierry Henry in on that left channel. I mean that to me is is worth more than any tricks that Cristiano Ronaldo had up his sleeve, particularly when he was playing in the Premier League. Since that, since he was in the Premier League, Cristiano yeah. Ronaldo has obviously gone on to the you know the greatest level. Um, but for me, I, I personally prefer Beckham. I just think he, he fits in the team a bit a bit better. And um, I, to be honest, I I love David Beckham. I think he's a brilliant footballer. Um, and I was a bit gutted that he didn't win that one, but that's the only change me, I'll, yeah. I would make, to be honest. Yeah, I mean.
1: you have convinced me, but that's from a tactical <laughs> sense. Uh, for terms of just on on, on position, um, in terms of talent, I still put Ronaldo above. Oh, above oh yeah,
2: I'd say as um, I'd probably I'd say Ronaldo like, to fit in this team. Talented,
1: if, yeah, to fit in this team, you've made a great case for uh, for, for picking Beckham over Ronaldo, uh, but again, like <laughs> it's like. For me, Beckham's like strongest attribute was his free kick, his ability to take free kicks and set pieces. But when you're playing yeah. in, in a team, the probably uh, <laughs> Gerard and, and Lampard and school. <laughs> oh, I mean, be- he was still Beckham's better still, than them, but Beckham's like still he the was,
2: best free kick like, taker. Like, you know, you know, I are mean, yeah. not
1: gonna, you're gonna be like, oh no, it's, it's fucking Gerard standing over it. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> it's not <Yeah>. gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think uh, I think it's probably the, the right the right decision. I think. One a uh, story that Peter Crouch told on his podcast was when um he kind of first got to England mm. and he was in the gymnasium and uh there was a big clock on the wall and they were all trying to hit it, like everybody was missing. Beckham came in, like did a keepy up, he volleyed it, hit the clock, it came back down, hit it first time, hit the clock, <laughs> came back down, hit it first time again, hit the clock again. <laughs> Came back down, placed the ball, and then walked out. And just off, oh, he's oh, little lads. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, in terms of someone that was technically gifted, but you know the, to been able to move a football, you know, it was uh, it was just he was just an absolutely superb player. Uh, and obviously, he's fucking. I feel like if
3: audience. we're just talking purely Premier League for me, I'd agree with Jed. Um, Beckham, Beckham, um, Ronaldo. I think now is unbelievable. I- He's up there with Messi, isn't he? It, you know, it's a different podcast to talk about that. But,
1: yeah, yeah, I think. As you know, he had. Sort of like-
3: he had- a couple of seasons where you could see him get into that level and then he left and it was like then only then did he like for me get onto to that next mm. next level whereas I think Beckham was you know he's in the league for however many years before he left and, and he proved it every single season that he could do it consistently and and bring a lot to that team and I feel like I feel like Beckham gets a bit lumped now with the free kick merchant tag and that's sort of like everyone just looks at him and says that's his game and that's it but he wasn't. He was a lot, whole yeah. lot more than that, um, and a wonderful professional on top of that, uh, and an yeah. exceptionally gifted talent and a generational talent in that sense as well. So I, I'd, I'd yeah. probably be fighting Beckham's corner with Jed, but mm. I could. I c- don't get me wrong. Like Ronaldo, he's he's, in, he's definitely in the conversation, and he's definitely up there. <laughs> but for me, he, yeah. he achieved more after he left Man life yeah. than he did while. Yeah. I was at yeah.
2: Um, I'm still happy to have Ronaldo in the team, but as I say, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I personally, I would prefer, I would prefer Beckham in there just for what he would add. Because, as I say, I, yeah, you're right, Jake. He gets branded as as like a, a set piece merchant. These days, uh, because when you see the highlights, that's and all stuff, the that highlights. was where the majority of goals come from. Um,
1: <laughs> was David but, Beckham, it's mean, like that one goal from the halfway line, then yeah, <laughs> exactly. free kicks Exactly, <laughs> but like
2: if you look, if you look at the, if you remember just uh, how good he was, and uh, he used to do it. I mean, technically, this wasn't you know within the Premier League, but he used to do it at Real Madrid quite a lot. You get the ball roughly around the halfway line, and someone like Ronaldo or Raúl is is going to make a run. He'll play the pass into the space, and they'll go on and, and finish it. And like, can you imagine? In this team, Omri playing that and pass Shearer. to Thierry Omri, and, and and even even probably not Shearer running onto the ball, like getting that, his head on it, they wouldn't round the box, <laughs> no. round the box, whipping that cross in for Shearer's head. I mean. Oh, he absolutely, he wouldn't even need a left winger. No. Play the ball out to, ball be out to David Beckham he? and he'll just do the rest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> honestly. And
1: the un- an unbelievable thing is, oh, by the way, Beckham gets extra points for shagging a Spice Girl. I'm <laughs> <laughs> being so fucking good looking as well. <laughs> All right, here's um, one for you.
3: Here's one for you. Who's more attractive, Ronaldo or Beckham?
1: Uh, who David Pump. Uh, and me, yeah. Uh, Becks, yeah. He's yeah, like Bex. a fine wine. Yeah.
3: He's just getting better with age and he old Becks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, I feel like you wake him. up and a, Beckham makes you breakfast. Man. You know, Beckham he's... makes you breakfast when you wake up. I think yeah, Ronaldo yeah. just kind of like, just, you know what I mean?
2: Ronaldo yeah. makes himself yeah. breakfast, then goes to the gym, don't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah Becks you know, will
3: make yeah. you breakfast, bedding, like breakfast in bed and
2: yeah. tell you that you're
1: beautiful. <laughs> yeah, he just, yeah. It's better than just waking up, like, wrapping a dude around yourself and being like, oh where am i whose mansion is this why are there so many paintings of christian <laughs>
2: uh,
1: i think we should swiftly move on by the way <laughs>
2: that's a good place um, to leave that one <laughs> yeah yeah I think,
1: Definitely. yeah um over to the left side of midfield uh Ryan Giggs, Line moving slide. on. Uh,
2: <laughs>
1: um, Giggs, yeah, wins with 61% of the vote against Bale, Robin, uh, and have you spelt that wrong? No, that Mark right? Overmars. Oh, Mark Overmars, right, of course. I thought you, you spelt <laughs> that wrong, you left a comment on it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't take any of them come near to Giggs.
2: No, not. I mean, they're they're all good players, but they're all good players.
1: Yeah.
3: But yeah, that's sort of the end of that conversation. There's a really to yeah. that. Yeah. I don't want I
1: to spent too much time talking about it. Gareth Bale obviously did some great things, um, uh, but, like, didn't do it for long enough for become, me either. Uh, yeah, yeah, not to, um, not
2: enough to be warranted in in a Premier League all-time eleven. Not unless you're a Spurs fan, and even then, <laughs> even, then, even, even then, then, you'd have to concede that Ryan Giggs was just way better than everyone else. Yeah, <laughs> um, Robin, I think, been any fucking magnificent
1: things at Bayern Munich. And I feel like Chelsea team. dropped the bomb when yeah. they sold him. Yeah, I feel yeah like they
2: should have massively
3: him go. dropped the bomb absolutely when they sold him because everyone absolutely. knew what a talent he was. And I feel like if yeah. he'd have stayed for ten years, he'd probably be in the category of the Giggs category for me.
1: I think. So. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think so. Uh, Strikers: um, Shearer comes out in his group with fifty-six percent uh, ahead of Ian Wright, Fowler, <laughs> and Wayne Rooney. Um, Henri comes out in his group way ahead uh, against Torres, Drogba, and Owen. Uh, for me, the right, the right decision. Those are the yeah. two the best centre forwards that I've ever played in the Premier League for me. Absolutely, um, yep. Terry O'Neill's yep. goal-scoring record is just immaculate. Uh, Shearer's obviously he's top dog because he scored the most about a Premier League goal. So for me, he's and plus he did it at a club where he's not getting a massive on that fucking service.
3: Um, he did it at all yeah. the clubs he played at didn't get a massive amount of service. Southampton, he didn't yeah. really get the service. Yeah, Blackburn, the team was built around him and Sutton. Which was fair enough, but he went to Newcastle and, like you say, a very average side, <laughs> and he broke the, re- what he what the record. So
2: about, what I liked so much about what I so much about is that he was an absolute handful for defenders. He was he's what he's what you he would call obviously an old fashioned centre forward, wasn't he? he? Put himself about. He he threw his weight around. He bullied defenders, yeah. and defenders hated playing against him. And and when it comes to goal scoring ability. He was deadly, and he could score every type of goal. I was going to just about to say that, like all the like, goals
1: he scores. You know what I mean? About he heading.
2: scores. He scores every every yeah. goal he can think of. Like, yeah, six yard you,
1: box, thirty yard, heading the ball, yeah. fucking penalties,
2: kicks. Oh, fucking. He, was, yeah. he was. I don't think there's been anyone like Alan Shearer since Alan Shearer left. Nah. The league. And to be honest, I don't think we will see the like of him again for a while because, as I say, he was just so so good. Um, And and I think it definitely helped the fact that where he got most of his goals in the 90s, playing against probably worse standard opposition than what Mm. you'd get nowadays um, in terms of centre-halves. But absolutely fucking brilliant player, wasn't he? Absolutely, yeah. He was...
1: Insane. Insane levels. He was incredible, uh, Alan Shearer. I mean, yeah. like you say, he had
3: everything that you'd want. He could score every goal. And I, I used to, as a kid, I loved what I loved Alan Shearer. I thought he was unbelievable. And all I wanted yeah. every season was Liverpool to sign him. I wanted him and, Mike, <laughs> I wanted him and Michael Owen to put together. Yeah. And it happened at Newcastle <laughs> and it was dreadful. <laughs>
2: <laughs> do, you know what else, do you know what else is good about Shearer as well? Yeah. Like he's got a brilliant name to shout. When you're about to smack smack one yeah, in on the plane, like, oh
0: yeah! yeah. <laughs> yeah. He so he's
2: got the celebration as just well, so simple, yeah. wasn't it? Which is <laughs> iconic, and anyone can do it. Just stick your hand in the air. <laughs> Class, <laughs> incredible. Uh, yeah, absolutely superb.
1: I like that we've got this like rough centre forward that can just do all the things, and then right next to him, I think we've got one of the most graceful footballers to oh, to play the game. Yeah. And what and a partnership, and the, uh, though! What a partnership. You know, um,
2: um, I'll tell you what, that that would that partnership would strike fear into any defender. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. imagine trying to handle the two of them together. It would be ridiculous. Henri was just incredible. But can you well imagine, well. right? So Henri played on the left side of um, when he was
1: playing as a forward mm. player. He often liked to drift out onto the left because it kind of meant he could cut inside yeah. and yeah. Get, it, get it on. Um, but can you imagine, right? The left that you're a right back and you've got your <laughs> setter back next to you, right. And then... Terry Henry's on the ball and then Brian Giggs goes flying past it and then then Ashley Cole comes right behind him oh, fuck <laughs> Oh, what am I going to do here? you got
3: poor Dan Byrne over there looking at that going, oh! <laughs> <laughs> so got, can't handle a Dharma Traore, never mind them three. Fucking <laughs>
1: hell. <laughs> Oh fuck!
3: Oh. That's no disrespect to Dan I mean, Burn. I mean, that's oh, just yeah. the level of these players. Yeah. You know, no, with, just, he was just—he was just a joke. The
2: respect, with the greatest respects, with the greatest respects to to Dan Burn. He's not yeah. the best fullback in the world, is he? Even yeah. the best fullback in the world oh. Will struggle with M three coming yeah. out Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> try to think what would be the most entertaining right back in to try to play against
2: to try and play against Titus <laughs> Bramble. Yeah, to try. Yeah, Bramble's a shout. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think in terms of like <sighs> actual ability that Henri had. Have just got a physical shovel? Because just... I, I was an actual right <laughs> back,
1: and I would be like, oh no! <laughs> I what to
2: do. <laughs> <laughs> that would keep you awake at night, wouldn't it? It'd keep you, it would genuinely give you nightmares. It you yeah, yeah, man. I'd stuff. be, I'd
1: be in, I'd be in a dresser the day before. Like, oh, Garfa, <laughs> shaking. Oh, I've got a
0: off.
1: I've snapped my hamstring.
0: Ah, it's gone.
2: <laughs> oh, excellent oh. stuff but- on, Henri do you know what I loved about Henri is like the, the power that he had on the ball when he used to pick the ball yeah. up in, in, in midfield and just fucking glide. drive and like I yeah. say glide up the pitch and then his finishing ability was, was class. you sort of you knew what he was going to do mm. in opening the body putting the ball across with his right foot into the far corner mm. but there was no stopping it it was just like he was just so technically gifted absolutely brilliant what football. I loved about Henri
3: was it's not, not football related but the fact that he could have advertised any car in the world and he chose the Renault Megane
2: <laughs> and for me that says
3: everything about the guy
2: mm. <laughs> didn't he do he did Gillette as well didn't he I think probably Henry. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah you have to be man. you have to be cool to, to get Gillette mm. you have to be cool yeah, to get the, the Megane
3: no one's done it after <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's still doing it, mate. still doing it. Uh, yeah. I think still, he is, yeah. yeah I, I still remember, like, Baba ba, Boom. Baba ba, Boom, walking, yeah. Around, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. everybody walking around school saying that. Um, fucking. <laughs> to, to grow up in, in the 2000s. <laughs> Being in school in the 2000s. Yeah. That's uh, true. What, what a time. What a time. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just think, like, in terms of like a, a football and moving a ball with grace, I just fucking. Mm. Oh, I just thought he was I thought he was fucking superb man. there was nothing Everybody. he couldn't
3: do with his feet was there he was
1: yeah and yeah. He, he has that sort of like a player that you kind of see like if you sort of cut the heads off and swap them around uh, Paul Pogba kind of runs in the same sort of manner mm. see we, what I mean by that is like not, not if Paul Pogba can never do with his feet what <laughs> fucking you know what I mean uh, Terry Henry could do a fucking like one of the flyaways. Yeah, <laughs> he could do better with that than Paul Parker could, could do with football. But like in terms of like, see the wide like the gate sort of like the running, it's like style, the, the yeah. running yeah, and it's yeah, just yeah, like,
2: yeah, I get what you mean. But I think Henri is probably a bit more explosive when he t- turns on the pace and yeah, and like you say, much more technically gifted as well. Uh, but yeah, I, I get what you mean. I can see that they sort of run the big with the, sort of uh, huge steps. Thing. They
1: just seem they, to eat up the football pitch. Like
2: I think, I think that's a French thing. To be honest, mm, I they're weird. they're very sort of like like they they glide about, don't they? I think mm-hmm. French footballers. Yeah, it's uh, an arrogance that comes with being French.
3: You've got to be though when you're that good, haven't you? Like Henri could get away oh, with yeah. it because of how good he was. And,
2: yeah, and, and Henri his scoring record. Henri- Henri got away with everything, yeah. including handballs. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <Sorry>. right.
1: <laughs> right. Quickly before we finish, boys, who manages this side?
3: Sam Allardyce. We
1: didn't do any polls, <laughs> Sir Alex.
2: Sir Alex, for me, over Allardyce. Just pipping, just pipping Sam. Just pipping <laughs> Big Sam. Big Sam could be his assistant.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be it'd be Alex Ferguson, wouldn't it?
2: I've got I've got a question for you as well, lads. Before we finish, Perfect. actually, I've got two questions. Oh. Um, who captains the team, firstly?
3: <laughs> My word. <laughs> for me, uh, in terms of intimidation,
2: just because he'd scare everyone else, uh, Tony Adams
3: would be the captain.
2: I was going to say Tony, Tony Adams. Adams as well, but there's probably about...
3: Every single one of those players on the could pitch. captain that team <laughs> and get away with it.
2: <laughs> yeah. What do you yeah. ask, you, Simo? Tony Adams for me, though. Yeah, Adams as well. Right, also, second but Wait, wait.
1: Terry for me, because just it was that like... Uh, John Terry apparently was like the worst for getting decisions off the referee because he'd be like pure mates for him. He'd be like, oh, yeah. Be like, oh That's yeah, fucking John. <laughs> How's your wife? Oh, by the way, you're not picking me, are you, mate?
2: You need not- <laughs> a good shout. That's a good shout. I'd go with Tony Adams as well. I uh, think he just, he seems to be, he seems to me like the most captain like out of all of them. Yeah. Um, my next question is if you're an opposing player who plays against this team, Whose shirt do you want to get at the end of the game? Who, whose shirt do you want to swap shirts with?
3: Oh, have we just been pumped as well? Or is
2: it like 8-9-0?
3: Because if it's that, I'm, I think, I'm going. I think um,
2: <laughs> if looking at that team, I'm gonna assume yes. Is it like uh, is it
1: based on the player or just based on whose shirt do I want? Is it like who's the best player in the picture or is it just based on whose shirt do I want?
2: Just your personal pre- preference. I want, yeah. I want
1: Gerard's shirt. I
2: want him to give <laughs> me said, his shot. So Gerard. I I, I <laughs> I'd say Gerard,
3: but for a bit of spice for something different, uh, I'd want I'd want Thierry Henry's shirt. I think
1: ah, I think that'd nice, yeah. look nice yeah. on the wall. That
3: that number fourteen on the wall. Yeah, would
1: have to oh, get yeah, it to my definitely. dad. My dad, my dad, fucking loved Thierry Henry. He'd fucking have it off me. <laughs>
2: definitely. <laughs> I'd probably. I, do you know what? I reckon. I reckon I'd go Henry as well. It'd be a toss up to, for me between Henry and Shearer.
3: Yeah, they'd, they'd be my yeah. two. After Gerard, I'd I'd really Mad have to up. flip a coin over which one I wanted. <laughs> I, I, have, I have a question: What colour strip does this? Oh go god, no,
1: Fucking, we need finish at some point, boys. <laughs> what colour? What colour does
3: the team play in? What's the colour?
2: Oh, um... Uh, like, could uh, you imagine Terry in a, re- in a red? Bet. I'm going to say. I think, uh, I think it's
3: just a mixture,
1: they all play in their own kits. You know? <laughs> 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 um, oh no! Um, what was that? Like see on the old Fifas, like old, like sort of like FIFA five, FIFA six, FIFA get on the world eleven. Yeah, they yeah. Play on, like all yeah. black, they play like all black.
2: Yeah, that's
1: what I was all saying. The, I, yeah. I say
2: all black because yeah. it's neutral, but yeah. then you go with a wacky goalkeeper kit. Yeah, yeah. Nineties yeah. yeah. goalkeeper <laughs> kit. <Sebra>. Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's
2: it I'm of um,
3: questions now I've got hundred more but and we'll that leave is it, it.
1: <laughs> believe it I will never finish with that uh, 50 or so men's then so we do which that, one of them is
2: most likely to get a game at Coventry
3: City
1: boys oh, that, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that is going to do us for today gents uh, thank you very much for joining me Jake thank you very much buddy uh, thanks very much for joining me Jen
2: been a pleasure as always lads
1: uh, and thanks very much for the audience coming in by and listening. And now, possibly watching. Probably not want to watch it. Nobody wants to watch us for, for an hour. Uh, uh, <laughs> Big Steve, maybe. Uh, yeah,
2: shout out Big Steve.
1: <laughs> where have you <we> gone? <laughs> uh, make sure you go to, to the website www.nopeshabers.com. Get match coverage you there. Links to all the socials there.